it is. Here we are. Here we go. Yeah. Here I am. Here I go. Uh-huh. Again. Here I go. Again. You ever listen to OK Go? They're all right. No, but I've listened to uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane a whole lot, and I've listened to Here I Go Again by Whitesnake. I don't like the way he says hurricane. He says like hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. But then occasionally go, hurricane! Yeah. Like at the end, he he gets it right eventually. Like I understand having to kind of soft rhyme with the am, so you can, but I don't know. Don't trust a man who don't say cane with Jeff and Ben. That's right. It's time. Welcome. This is the show after the show, the after show, before the show. Before the hotel lobby. Yeah, but before the hotel lobby, uh, there's the, it's, what is it? We go, the after we get the pancakes. Yeah. Uh, and then before that, we go to they, the, We used to, they, they used to make burgers, but now they make pancakes. Right. Uh, I like pancakes. That's my controversial, I, I don't mean to fucking be crazy out here, out the gate on this show. Yeah. I like pancakes. What's your, what, what's your go-to syrup? Maple. Just, I don't. Did you hear I, that? Nope. Okay. Never mind. Nope. Maple? Maple. Yeah. I just like a you regular. You don't fuck with like the blue or the raz or the butter pecan? I don't, I don't need it. No. I, you know, like they're not bad, uh, but like I, I don't really, generally speaking, I don't want fruit on pancakes. I don't want powdered sugar on pancakes. You just want plain and yeah. maple? You just want and classic butter. American and, pancakes? Yeah. The, cl- the American pancake <laughs> with Ben and Jeff. Have you seen those Japanese rice cooker pancakes? I made a pancake in a rice cooker uh once i'll do that it was not great in the middle so yeah that's the thing is you gotta you gotta make sure it's not too thick because then the middle is gonna get yeah fucked up it right? was like it was like a it was like a toy football not like an <laughs> nfl sized football no like, yeah hey i'm at the beach like with a, a dog orange and blue right, colored yeah, some kind of nerf thing yeah uh it was it was maybe it was about the size of that and i i mean it was not so hard in the middle but i sure did eat the whole thing anyway <laughs> So I guess that's successful. It was fun to do as someone who didn't had not made a ton of rice uh, all that often. My rice cook, my Zojirushi rice cooker plays Mary Had a Little Lamb when it's done cooking rice. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> sorry, we're we're here to take your questions if you've got them. Um, we've got uh, a way here for you to contact us via Discord, which I understand was down earlier along with our chat. There was a moment there where I was like, oh, maybe there won't be an after show if none of the ways we get questions for the after show are up and functioning. But it looks like that uh, Google has uh, solved their business and uh, and we seem to be back in business. So I've got a few questions here. You can use the ask a question button at the top of chat to ask a question and we'll take it. Or if you want to get on, if you, if you, if you have a need for everyone to hear your voice, which I get it, believe me, believe me, I get it. Uh, there's always the discord route. Let's see. Um, Hmm. Ogto. Ogto. Ogto, uh, asks, I'm one of the suckers that really liked burnout crash on iPad. Uh, but I'm shit out of luck. EA took it off sale and there's no legal way for me to play that game. Now, how lost to time will phone games be? Will emulation work, uh, but using a mouse for a finger? Yeah, it's um, it's a problem. I, I think that uh, 
yeah, the the switch over the hardcore cutoff from. 32 to 64 bit on the Apple App Store in particular, I think, uh, led to a lot of cases of just like these games, you know, they're, they're, no one was playing them. No one was buying them. It wasn't in the companies. And it's, it's small companies, big companies all over the place. Uh, none of them, it was not worth the effort for them to update them to 64 bit. And so you had a lot of games that just fell by the wayside. Burnout Crash may have been taken off sale long before that. I actually don't know. Uh, it probably was. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it sucks. So I don't know what the, you know, long term you look at it and go like, well, people can jailbreak their phones to, um, you know, uh, pirate apps, I think. Uh, I've, I've jailbroken a phone years ago, but I, I never actually pirated an app because most of them are free and who cares. Um, but this is a case where you're like, oh, is this going to end up being a way for me to actually play some of these games again? Uh, is, is there a way for, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be piracy. You might still have Burnout Crash sitting on a hard drive of a PC because iTunes used to actually work with apps and they took all that stuff out too, uh, which is frustrating in a weird way. Um, so, you know, there, the, the file, the, the, it's, I was, I don't know what the extension for iOS apps are when they're sitting in windows. It's not an APK that's, that's Android, but it, you know, the equivalent, uh, you know, those files are probably out there in some capacity. Uh, it's just a matter of getting them to run on some kind of jailbroken iOS device, I guess. That's 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 my guess. Uh, how you doing over there? Doing all right. Um, I realized we didn't set up like a call signal thing. Yeah. But what if while I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. I just click this button over here? Yeah. And I, I tap this other button over here. Uh-huh. And then what if I said, hello, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? He wasn't He wasn't ready. No. Nope. It doesn't work like that. No. All right. I'll I'll have a I'll have a very distinct signal. Okay. You'll know when I'm ready. Oh, I'll know. I'll know. Um. Decoy Octopus X X asks: Could Mortal Kombat benefit from an Arc System Works game with ensuing anime theme? I think anime Mortal Kombat would actually be fucking super badass. Yeah. Uh, There's a limited, uh, there's, there's some stuff. People did some work. I don't know if they're original sprites that people drew from scratch or if they're editing other sprites, but there's some like Mugen Mortal Kombat characters that look fucking cool as hell and have like, there's a really good scorpion that has a real kind of cartoony look to him. Yeah. It has like really good air teleport air spear like so many of those characters really lend themselves to the anime aesthetic with like okay first of all half the cast is ninjas yeah so like there you go right but then also you know like raiden fucking is a lightning god that even like even like jacks could be cool in anime just give like really accentuate those big muscle arms he like picks up a truck or something yeah there's a really good cm punk the wrestler for for mujin (laughs) also I get really self-conscious every time I say Mugen out loud. And yeah. Because I'm like, is it Mugen? Mugen. Yeah. Mugen. Mugen. I'm gonna start saying Mugen. Mugen. <laughs> Mugen. Um and anyway, yeah, I think that, that could I think those characters would lend themselves really well to that style of fighting game. I think that'd be neat. I don't think that would be Mortal Kombat at that point. You know, it's it's be such a different thing. Um, but I think that'd be really fun. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Fred Z eighty five says, "I think Taz Wanted should be played and count as a Garfield game because I'm sure Taz also like lasagna." 
I don't think Taz likes any food. I think he just consumes with raw fury. Yeah. Um, I think he's fine with lasagna. Yeah. He's also fine with eating like a boot. Yeah. Yeah. He's like lasagna neutral. Yeah. He'll have the same passion for eating lasagna as he would like a a dog. Yeah. I wouldn't want to eat a dog. No. Lasagna I would take. Like I'm not. I I would also maybe call myself pretty close to lasagna neutral. Yeah. I, I like it fine. Uh, but it's not. What if it's cold in the middle? That's the only way I like it. That's my brand. My uh, my partner was in North Beach and went to our favorite Italian place uh, to get a pickup order and, and bring it home for dinner. Uh-huh. And we got home and it was cold and like kind of half ate through the bottom of the container. Yeah. And it was still just so fucking good. It really speaks to like quality food right that you can just eat it in the worst available did you try to heat it up at all did you no i didn't want to like because you put it in a microwave it's gonna adjust yeah ways the microwave will destroy it turns bad food good and good food bad yeah it's a real it's like a polarity (laughs) reversing device for food nobody's quite sure how it works yeah uh i got a new microwave in this calendar year it's been nice it doesn't make sparking horrible noises like it's going to blow up like my previous microwave did. Hey Jeff, there's a caller. Do you want to take it? Absolutely. Let's uh what I mean, All right, hey, let's seamlessly, uh yeah, hey, I have a call over here with a caller who's calling in with a question. Hello caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? I heard uh, you. Hey John. Hi. Hey. Hey, uh so this is Joe from Toronto. Hi Joe. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. So I was just wondering, uh, what are your thoughts on breakfast foods for dinner? Love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's a single breakfast food that you sh- can't eat for dinner. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, absolutely. That was, uh, sometimes, sometimes my mom would actually just make breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Sometimes. But, you know, then as I grew older and started hanging out late into the night, you end up in those situations where you're like, it's 1145 at night, but man, I need these pancakes yeah. or I'm going to <laughs> die. Diner, diner. I mean, diners are the perfect like drunk establishment and the best food that diners make are breakfast almost consistently. Yeah. It's hard to fuck up breakfast. There's one place that I went to that there was an amount of grease and oil in all the food uh, in a way that they had fucked up breakfast, which was, which made me very sad, but, but rarely it's, it's hard to fuck up the, the standards. I feel like, and also here's here's the thing: if mm. you wanna if you wanna dinner up your breakfast, you can yeah. throw in some like proteins that you wouldn't normally have in your breakfast, like a oh I'm gonna put a little like leftover steak. There's just see, the, breakfast is the most open food genre, totally. And you can mix it, you can match yep. it, you can do anything with it. Yeah, thanks for your call, Joe. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, say, take care, guys. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that goes the other way too. Sometimes you're there at let's say. And a diner type establishment, yeah. you know, and, and you're there like uh, a little bit past the breakfast hours. Like you're, you're probably with someone who's going to order lunch, you know, but you're like, Hey, I, I don't get to eat breakfast very often. Uh, so I'm going to get breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Might I suggest just get some mozzarella sticks with breakfast. Oh, okay. Just get, get right. breakfast and then be like, I'm also going to get like an appetizer. That's yeah. like a, a very lunch appetizer. Oh, I could go for a some, very dinner like appetizer. Onion rings and an omelet. Yep. Sounds. Yeah. Real good right now. It's best if you're sharing with someone because oh. then you're like going like, oh, I got an omelet and it came with some pancakes on the side 
and some toast and some bacon and then also a full order of mozzarella sticks. Look, you, I, you can do that. Shit, I have. Yeah. I probably will again. Yeah. I think I've done that in this calendar year. No, no, that's I shared those mozzarella sticks because I was with Abby and Vinny. Which is, is on our drive to uh, to Boston from uh, New York. Yes, we stopped at some random, some, some crazy diner uh, next to a Transformers themed uh, barbershop. Uh, let's see here. Keta says uh, asks any tips for someone who hasn't learned how to cook much of anything yet. I'm in my early to mid twenties. Yeah, uh, I found myself cooking a lot um, now, and my tip to you is start <laughs> with breakfast. Yeah, uh, don't want to like nail home this fact, but breakfast is kind of just start with one thing, right? Start with one thing that is not necessarily start with scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Just like w- try it over and over again, and, and change up how you do it a little bit each time. Change up the seasonings. Change up you know how long you leave it on the heat. You know, there, there's a lot of different things you can do. Uh, if you're going to add cheese, time when you're going to add the cheese, if it's close to the beginning or the end, you'll see the different results. And as you're cooking this thing over and over and eating it, you'll start to realize like, okay, this is what it tastes like if I overcook it. This is what it tastes like if I undercook it. Yeah. This is, if I have too much salt, too little salt, etc. And then you start, I mean, it doesn't feel like it, but you're learning the basics of cooking right there. Yeah, and and experimenting in a, in a way that is you know reasonably safe. Yeah, uh, and you'll find how you like food. Also, I think in that way, when you have that kind of when you start to realize the fine amount of control you have over something like eggs, scrambled eggs is actually a really good example because some people like their eggs runny. Like some people like scr- runny scrambled Monsters. eggs, and I hate them. I like them bone fucking dry, man. Like, I want them to, like, look a little like they maybe sat still in the pan a little too long. So there's one surface on them that's a slightly different color. And you're like, oh. You want it to look like how they come on a McGriddle. Yes. <laughs> Though sometimes the eggs on, on a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, a little too moist compared to how I like a scrambled oh. egg. Bone motherfucking dry. Oh. Uh, that's too far. I want them to bounce. <laughs> like, you pick up a piece of that scrambled egg, you toss it down, it's going to fucking bounce, man. Fuck uh and then you you know you salt them get a little cheese in there uh but i you know but but i can that's maybe a little extreme but i think i could take it a little a little more sure mcgriddles mcgriddles moist is uh is probably my starting the worst point. phrase in the english language <laughs> yeah uh we found it um um but yeah so ba- start, start with something basic and then you know just kind of expand on it a little bit like oh i'm gonna you know Make a breakfast burrito, and then suddenly you're co- you're cooking some other things. You're cooking like a bacon and a sausage, and you're kind of like figuring out how to put it all together. And then, okay, maybe I want to try something that's not breakfast with something that's basic that I can do that's not breakfast. And then just, you know, work out from there. I might say when you get into meats and things that you're suddenly like, there's a concern of like, hey, if I undercook this, it might be bad for me. Uh, just maybe err on the side of overcooking everything for a little bit until yeah. you get the hang of it. It's, yeah, totally. It's not going to kill you. If you um, overcook it. Yeah. And if, you, if you're if you really committed to like actually learning, you know, buy like a meat thermometer, buy, you know, right. and that stuff yeah. can actually, you know, really help for trying to learn like, okay, it's actually done, done. Um, and, and that's the, the other thing is like, you know, every, every pan, every stove top, all that stuff's going to be, have slight variants. So you can't just like take a recipe and replicate it exactly. You have to figure out how you do it. Right. Right. Within reason, though. Within I mean, reason, generally yeah, Generally, sure. the recipe is probably going to work. But it's you, a great starting you, you point. Might, you might look at it at the end and go like, you know, I want it to be a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, um, 
I had never really cooked a ton. Like, I can follow a recipe. Like, I made a box cake once. All right. Like, you know, and, and, and made it come the, out good. Yeah, it came out fine. Great. Yeah. Uh, and other kind of basic stuff like that. But then, you know, I've, I've kind of followed a few recipes from something not quite, you know, pretty close to scratch and, and had that come out okay. So I think there's a certain confidence uh, that comes with like, you know, looking at a recipe and understanding the terminology and what they're asking of you. Like if they're asking you to whisk something, what that actually means. Yeah. You like know? dice versus mince versus yeah. chop. And, and, and ultimately like in those cases, like the difference is pretty minimal. If you dice something instead of mince something like, eh, no. it's going to be a little different, but it's not going to be it's the It's going to be completely ruined. Um, Jeff. You don't understand the way that food molecules are released by how small they are. Uh, yeah. I mean, the flavor profile may change. Uh, I don't know. One point when I was just like, oh, fuck it. Uh, I'm at Costco. I'm going to buy some random food. They had, um, they had like a, a like a, 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 a tikka masala sauce. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get some of this pre-cut chicken strip type things and just fucking, I don't know, mix together, heat it up in a pan and see what happens and make some rice in this rice cooker and then I'll have that. And that worked out fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, just, so just like basic stuff like that is, is very doable and, and helps you get comfortable around the gear. Also, how I got my start, uh, the, the, one of the easiest things was the slow cooker. And it may sound like cheating. It's like, oh, I'm just going to put a bunch of stuff in a pot and then it's going to be done. Yeah, but also you're learning uh, like how to balance flavors and stuff like that from, from these very basic and easy to not fuck up recipes. Yeah. Like if you want to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I want to make lunch for the next two days. Just throw a bunch of shit in the slow cooker and see how it tastes. Right. And if you look at these recipes and there's stuff in there where you're like, oh, this is not necessarily to my liking or, or vice versa, you can always adjust stuff. You know, yeah. if you think about the logic of it in terms of like, oh, I need to cook this for X amount of time and this and that, like, it's all very, uh, it's all very approachable. And so if you get to a recipe and you're like, hey, this calls for onions, but you know what? I think onions suck shit. <laughs> so I'm not going to put any in there. You can do that. It's on you. It's up to you. The choice is yours. Um, let's see. Brinty writes in and asks, uh, there was a thing on Twitter about games being fully voiced and how much it costs. It made me think, would games be better if they were all voiced in animalese? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just the, the voices of animal crossing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that would probably be, that'd probably be a, a pretty decent outcome. I had a very extended conversation in this office about Tom Nook and KK Slider and what kind of What's energy the they emit. Hmm. Um, I've got a caller on the line. Okay, great. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, you said you fixed it. You told me that you fixed it. You said... I'm tired of these lying callers. Yep. Can't trust him. Never calling him again Can't until he fixes it. That's right. Until he says it's definitely fixed this time. Uh, Windship with another question here. Uh, egg on a burger? Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Fat burger was the first time I'd ever tried it. And I was like, ah, well, I've never been to a fat burger before, so I, but I understand this is how to get it, so I'm going to try it. And yeah, it was fucking awesome. That yolk, baby. I, I love, I love like 
Yoke breaking. I love, you know, that, that like food tra- video trend of like, hey, check it out. Look, it's like almost pornographic in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. But I'm, I'm immediately put off by like omu rice, those like omelets that are like very liquidy on the inside. It's like you're yep. talking about. Yeah. I like my eggs a little fluffier than, than, than the average. Mm-hmm. But there's something about that, just seeing it all as one big, like, it's like a maggot being split open. Sure. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. No, I, I get you. I've I've definitely had I've I've eaten that in Japan where eggs are bad anyway. <laughs> Ooh. Why you, you want to talk about like a fucking hell world for me and my breakfast food. Mm. The fucking wettest scrambled eggs on the planet. Like barely formed at times. You're just like this is barely food. It's like soup. Yeah. It's like they just poured some soup on a plate and said, here you go. And there's a little bit of good that's congealed a little bit, but not enough. And it's just, it's the wettest fucking eggs in the world. Like, I, oh, man, makes me so sad. Um, Case Man says, has anybody tried Soylent? It eliminates all this thinking and cooking nonsense. Also eliminates all this enjoyment nonsense. Uh, there is, is an appeal to the idea of taking food out of the equation Yeah, of just like, Hey, if I could just get everything I need and be done and not have to think about Especially, it. Especially. Oh my God. And, if I could not have to worry about lunch here. Yeah. 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 Uh, that would be tremendous. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, there's definitely an appeal to the fucking food pills, soil, you know, whatever ends up being a thing that's like, Hey, here's all the nutrients you actually need to thrive. Stop eating. And stop wasting time eating and instead just sit down and get back to playing Defiance 2050. Uh, you know, stuff, that, you know. Are you playing more Defiance 2050? I played like one or two more quests over the weekend. They haven't fixed it. All those freeze up bugs <laughs> that were happening when we recorded it. Jeff, the, you the, don't, the game is not patched Jeff, since the, launch. Jeff, there are better games. There are more games. There have been games that have come out since that old game. There have been games that have been come out since Defiance 2050 that you could be playing instead. Name one. Octopath Traveler. Mm, probably not going to play. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I do want to try Captain Toad. Because uh, I didn't play a ton of it uh, when it came out last time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, there's something appealing about eliminating the the thought of food and just be like all right i would be down to replace one of my meals a day but then i should just get like a like one of those like special k diet shakes or whatever right you know or like, like a i don't know like a protein bar yeah something a, like that I, I can't even do soylent because uh i can't ingest a lot of vitamin k um so i'd have to like hack my i tweeted that one time i was like oh the idea of soylent's interesting to me but i can't blah blah, blah. and then the soylent activists are like "Ooh, but you can you can hack, hack your soylent uh, at that point, it's like just, I'll just make a sandwich. Yeah, I'll hack this sandwich. Yeah, hack this sandwich in half and eat it diagonal. Uh, Curiosus uh, says, "Any thoughts on the NES emulator in Animal Crossing? Have you heard of this? No. This uh, this happened over the. Uh, I think I saw it late last week or over the weekend, but it." it it, maybe it's been kicking around for a little bit. Someone's been digging into the original GameCube Animal Crossing. 
So I guess I actually just mean the GameCube Animal Crossing because the original game was an N64 game. Anyway, right. um, there was furniture in that game that was an NES with a game sitting on top of it. And you could load up Clue Clue Land or some early NES oh, games okay. that they just put in there uh, that you could get and play. Yeah. And um, it was fucking awesome. Because at the time, that was novel. You know, right. the idea of just like, I'm playing these games on a, a game, game and a game. This is crazy. Like, yeah. like, what is even happening? Um, there was also a generic item that was just an NES with no game sitting on top of it um, that didn't do anything. You'd look at it and it would, it would pop up and say like, oh, I want to play my NES, but I don't have any games. It was just some generic message. So someone, I don't know what they were digging. They were digging into the debug mode for Animal Crossing and, and, and basically like reverse engineering parts of the game to figure out some mod stuff or, you know, just, just taking a closer look at the game. And they, you know, long story short, eventually discovered that that NES with no game on top of it was designed to look on your GameCube memory card for games. Oh, like that maybe they had plans How, that they were oh, going to find a way like to e-shop. distribute them or yeah or, or whether it was like an e-shop or like uh that might have been you know in the middle there where they were like still like hey go to a lawson and yeah. you know the same way you could bring a blank famicom disc into a lawson and get a, de- a game written to it in a vending machine maybe they could have you bring a memory card in plug it in a vending machine and download games to it that way just specifically for Animal Crossing, maybe that would be maybe that would be weird. But uh, it was the first thing I thought of when I thought about how would they distribute these games. Um, and so, with some hacking and and f- fucking around with the save game file format for Animal Crossing, they someone figured out how to load some NES games off a memory card, which is real cool. It's a real weird. It's like you wonder what they were planning with it. I don't know. Um, let's see here. J Ross asks, what's the game you feel most shameful about playing for any decent amount of time? Mine is probably guns. The duel. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and is a good one. Uh. I played a significant amount of that game and I don't know that I feel great about the time I spent either. Hmm. So as a wise man uh, once said, no guilty pleasures, just pleasures. That's right. So uh, I don't know that feeling shameful is is the right word. There's definitely games like Defiance 2050 that I'm playing and don't need to, but like there's something about it that I'm like, ah, you know, I'm interested in seeing where this goes or or I, I'm just going to, I've played a significant chunk of it. I might as well level up this class the rest of the way and, and and I don't know. Uh, and so there, there are definitely games that kind of fall into that camp where it's like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know why I'm playing this, but I sure am. Uh, and I definitely wouldn't like recommend it. I played through all of Sonic and the Secret Rings. And did you find that pleasurable? Or I had strep throat. Um, okay, and it made me forget about it for a minute. But then I completed the game and I got healthier and I looked back and it's like, I would I imagine sleepwalking and committing a crime feels like. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Oof. Some people in the chat here are saying RuneScape. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh God, I didn't even consider like web-based yeah. games like that because yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh. 
Elephant Jewel says Warframe, 500 hours, mostly not looking at the screen. I don't know why you wouldn't look at the screen. Is it because you're, you're chatting or you just you left it idle? Is that like your Dota time? Yeah. Do you want to? I, I, yeah. This next call is going to be a hit or miss. They all are. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit that button anyway right. and call this man with a Bob Ross avatar. To tell me about hentai. Finally. Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Leanne and I'm calling from Peru right now. Hi, Leanne. What's on your mind? <laughs> okay, so I was recently listening to one of your podcasts where you were talking about um, looking for those hentai rooms. Yep. <laughs> and I just wanted to confirm that, yes, they do exist. The, are these the hand check rooms that are just... At the anime convention, no, that type stuff? No, not a hand track room. Okay, okay. So I'm from Miami. Mm. So this was when anime conventions didn't want to touch Florida with like a 10-foot pole. Yeah. So Miami had to come up with their own convention. And it was called, um, I think it was called Florida Supercon back in 2013. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite voice actors was there and I was in his Q&A. And I just finished and I got out. It's like this long hallway of rooms where you walk into, you just open up any door. And I just started opening up doors out of curiosity. (laughs) And one room I open, very, very dark. And I'm hit with like very moist, humid, hot air. And everyone's just like inhaling at the same time. I, I couldn't like bring myself to actually sit down. But yes, Ben, there are flashlight checks. There's oh, yeah. hand checks. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess everybody like, kind of just moved the chairs to the side and it was just collectively sitting on the floor for some reason. I didn't get that part either. And the hentai they were watching, I just remember taking a look real quick mm-hmm. and it's just like a shiny butt, red butt being smacked in the air like over and over again. <laughs> That's my brand. <laughs> was there any like, <laughs> were people like cheering or anything or were they just sitting yeah. silently? No, no, it was so quiet. It was so <laughs> quiet. And you could just like hear the breathing, just like, <sighs> like, you know, those stalkers, like when the stalkers call you on the phone. I do. <laughs> it was like, that's what you're listening to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That just sounds disgusting. Like, what? That sounds like what I imagined a Florida uh, anime convention to be like in 2013. Yeah. No, I I feel like large parts of Florida are doing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But you got out. That is probably (laughs) happening right now. Yes. No, no, no. I I couldn't. I couldn't sit down. I I just couldn't bring myself. It was so warm. It was so moist. Uh, I couldn't bring myself (laughs) to sit down. I guess did it, uh, did they not did they not want to soil the chairs and they had to move them aside? What, they just, I don't know. Uh, did they not want to it's soil more communal the if you're all sitting together on the floor. It creates more of a it's a shared experience. Commonality. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's why they don't, you know they don't really have like adult theaters the way they used to. You know, like, yeah, like theater seats. Thanks, and stuff Paul like Rubens. That. Yeah, way to go, Pee Wee. <laughs> screwed it up for everybody uh yeah so um so if you are looking for those hentai rooms mm-hmm. you know come down to florida all right that's i've been looking for an excuse to go to florida for a good long time the last time i went it just seemed dirty that's my take on that's my take on my trip yeah. to miami it was like this i thought it would be nicer 
I don't know. He's like, I thought it would be nicer, but it's pretty dirty. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Miami. That's Miami. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks a lot for your call. Right. Thank you so much for taking my call, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye. Have a great day. You too. Um, Do you think Miami Mike was there? Definitely. <laughs> Miami Mike was in that room. Uh, he knows what he did <laughs> in that entire room. Um yeah, no, that's my trip to Miami. I, th- I talked about it on the podcast at one point, but Capcom had, it was a Capcom? I think Capcom had an event in Miami. And it was this hotel that was kind of on a beach. And it was just, it just, everything was just like a level of rundown. Like everything, you could you could look at it all and go, this all used to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, this was all nice. Yeah, it was built with good intentions. Yeah, but now, and like the the ground floor of this hotel had a nightclub in it and so you know we were there on like a friday you know whatever weekend night or maybe it was just a week to actually, actually i don't know remember that part but like it was just you just heard loud bass trying to sleep one in the morning just goo, 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 goo. and then someone pulled a fire alarm so everyone had to evacuate the hotel and we got to see drunk people trying desperately to save their hookups and try to talk women into the car with them as the fire alarm god. was forcing everyone to leave the club. It's like, oh god, I gotta accelerate my si- yeah. 16 like every, plan steps plan. Every, yeah, everyone's timetable moved up by about two hours, and they're like, no, let's, uh, let's go get breakfast. Let's and get a double shot. Yeah, let's, go, let's get some uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I, you know, I, hmm. I'm trying to, th- okay, that was 2013 also. Think about that part of this. Like, if she had said, like, oh, it was, uh, you know, 1996, I would have been like, okay, yeah, I, right. I guess. Yeah, I think I, 2013 lines up about when I first saw mine. But also, like, 2013 was like, the internet is out there, motherfucker, and it's all out there. Just You, you just got to search for it and find it. You don't need to get in a room with people to watch the hentai. You can make the hentai come to you. Here's what I think the audience breakdown was, if I was to posit it. Okay. It was, okay, let's say it's 40% drunk, let's go to the hentai room as a gag people. Okay. And they're going to be giving off a stink and a warmth that is in line with the rest of the room. 25% perverts. Um, only 20 i might say there's some overlap because i feel drunks like might also be perverts oh yeah yeah but i mean like perverts who are there for the hentai and they're because that's the thing though i think most perverts know that the internet's out there and they're like oh if i'm gonna go find hentai i have a laptop full of it at my in my apartment or in my hotel room i don't need to go to these things but then there's like it's like the extroverted perverts who want to go because there's people around and that adds to the thrill of it you know Okay, yeah, no, people that, like, want to try to, like, crank it in secret. Yeah, like, who are just, like, uh, like the fact that there are hand checks is probably appealing to them because it's, like, the danger of getting caught. I can only speak from a perceived, uh, not from a place of experience. And then what does that leave me with? 35%? 35% people who don't know what hentai is and wanted to see it on the big screen to get the full experience. Yeah, and they sat down, and as soon as it started playing, they were just frozen. They are <laughs> yeah. like... Or like people getting tricked. Right. Like, it's always oh, my first anime con and my friends brought me and they said that we're going to go to this cool screening at midnight. Uh, Dark Alaron says, everyone's beating off Ben. Stop trying to rationalize. 
That's the thing. Nobody's beating off. Like that, that's why they have the hand. I'm not. Sure, I'm sure not nobody is beating off. Do you think anyone has some kind of like device, maybe under their anime like robes? Tenga egg. Uh, you know, I don't with wanna... a robot arm yeah, on it. Maybe it's just, just some kind theoretically of theoretically sure. speaking, just out of. They got some kind of device. Yeah. Uh, some uh, kind of machine. Boy, I didn't think that before, but I certainly do now. Yeah. But also, like you know, if you're if you're in some kind of bulky cosplay. Yeah. You know, are you showing up with like a fake arm in the armhole of your arms? You're you're like you're into some other business? Like what do we, you know, what's I don't know. I mean, there are ways to secretly crank it in front of people. I can tell you. Yeah, I've been on BART. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Those I feel like those people are not trying to keep a secret when they're doing it on BART. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh Dose Dylan says, do you ever see Giant Bomb making an Alexa skill? I would love to get my gaming news in the morning news feed after NPR. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, and some of the people we used to work with some time ago went on to the the company they're doing now actually is uh, focused on making that type of content. Huh. Uh, I think they're doing a lot of recipe stuff also um, for, for voice services like Alexa. Uh, I think you can listen to the podcast on an Alexa by voice. I think you can say, Hey, play this. And that, I think that'll Does it like connect through Spotify. Or I something? think that'll hit a service. Well, yeah, I guess we are on Spotify now, so maybe that would work there, but it, since it's an Amazon device, I wonder if it would primarily work with Amazon music. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I have not, uh, I have not used my Alexa very much. It is not currently hooked up. I got spooked. I, I went to a, I feel like I told this story recently. But I went to a friend's house. They couldn't figure out why his lights wouldn't turn on, by because he was yelling at Alexa to turn on his lights, and then it was just unplugged. He spent a good two minutes, yeah, just unable to turn his lights on. But how? I mean, how was it? Why was it unplugged? I don't know. Somebody else at the party must have unplugged oh, it okay. to like charge their phone or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, that happens. Uh, yeah, Ravel says there's some Alexa stuff already for for both the Beast cast and the Bomb cast. Uh, though, yeah, I. I I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily see us getting into um, short form news feed stuff in the near future. I think that would be fun personally, uh, and I do still do my stuff for CBS Radio. Um, some of that process changed, and I haven't been getting the files from CBS to put up on the site, so we're we're behind on the feed there. But but I am still doing that thing. Um. Yeah, I, I think that would be. I think that would be cool to do something like that. Like a here's a here's a gaming news thing. Yeah. Uh, Caseman says whatever Tampa is is spreading to Miami. Source am in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you had to live in one of the major cities of Florida, Tampa, Daytona. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about. I, I guess I would, I would. I would just probably say Miami or Orlando. Um, Orlando's where the Nickelodeon, yeah, theme park is. And sometimes Dave Lang is in Orlando, so oh, I choose Miami. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a toss up there at that point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those would be my off the top of my head choices, but also maybe there's some. You know, I would want to be in Ocala where the highlight place is. Maybe something nice like that. Uh, there's a lot of good local businesses around the area that really take care of you. Uh, credit like pigs fa- out there. Family. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
We have a caller. Okay, let's hear the call. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, guys. My name is Kadar from San Diego. How's it going? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, so I got a question about wrestling. Uh, Finally. Because of you, Jeff. Um, I stopped watching wrestling a very long time ago, but you mentioned that you were listening to a podcast that kind of went in the kind of behind-the-scenes story building kind of stuff about it. Yeah. And um, I kind of just went down memory lane and got a subscription to WWE Network and like started kind of revisiting like everything I watched WCW, uh, WWF, you know, up to like kind of two thousands and I stopped watching it. So I was kind of just so kind of surprised at how, like how much I got worked as a kid, I guess. And like <laughs> falling for all the things that I don't like, I don't know. I was probably like the, the main person they were writing for like looking back. So I just want to ask you guys, what's the best, kind of you got worked by something in wrestling as a kid probably i mean when you kind of figured it out but i don't know what was really believable for you guys kind of thing yeah that's a good question thanks for your call i i wish i knew uh what the when i figured out that wrestling was not on the level i don't know when i figured it out you you have any like really memories of getting really emotional about wrestling as a little kid no because i it was it was on so sporadically um you know like because back in the 80s it was like the syndicated tv shows like channel two showed it uh-huh. uh on saturday mornings and it was just on after cartoons or something and and so i kind of fell into it that way originally and so i remember specific storylines and uh a few moments and some of the vignettes about like oh mr perfect's coming in and he's doing this and uh, but also a lot of that stuff is stuff that's been reshown to death now. So it's like, I'm not sure if I just got incepted into the, thinking I saw it all originally, but I really just saw it years later or what, uh, they did a talk show Tuesday night Titans, uh, back then too. That was probably I'm one sure of the, those were entertaining. It was ridiculous. You know, like, like, yeah, it was like, here's the announcers from wrestling in the full good guy, bad guy characters. <sighs> And it was like the best part of wrestling, like the, but the wrestling part of wrestling, like it's fine. The physicality, like yeah, whatever. It is what it is. To me, it was always like I want to see these big dumb characters be big dumb characters. But I don't know when I, I, I don't, I don't know what the moment was or, or when it was or who told me that. Uh, same deal with Santa Claus, I guess. Actually, I, I just don't know. Actually, I, I do remember the Santa Claus one. Now that I think about it, um, but the, did you milk it a couple of years after you? New or did yeah, you tell totally, right away? No, no, I, I, I totally didn't. Yeah, let on. Um, I, I, I was probably relatively late, like compared to most kids, of like fully accepting it. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely yeah. I'm just like, I'm gonna see how long I can ride this cash cow. It was a case of like I had an I had an uncle who was two years older than I was, and he found presents that he got from Santa under mm-hmm. his parents' bed, under my grandparents' bed, uh, and so that kind of linked it all up. It was like, oh, okay. I think I found presents to our pets from Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no, wait. If Santa... What? Uh, How does it... What? Are my presents... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know when I when I figured out that wrestling was, was like 100% not real. Uh I wish I, I wish I knew that. It's something I, I've definitely been thinking about a little bit lately. Jeff, I'm gonna. Ask, this is unprecedented. Okay. All right, I think I've done this before, but we have a caller here who says they used to work crowd control at Dragon Con's late night hentai panel. Okay, and has some stories. Is is it too much? It's never too. Or are much. we gonna cram all the hentai into one episode? Let's get it. 
I need this. You need this. I'll give them a call here. Not even going to waste time by messaging them and saying I'm going to call them. I'm calling them out of the blue. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. These are the stories I have to hear. (laughs) Um, I'll work on that. You you do you. Winship asks, would you ever get cybernetic implants or replace a limb with a mechanical upgrade? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Like maybe not a limb. Um, if I could get computer eyes that were better than my own eyes, I would totally do that. That'd be badass. If, uh, maybe that would cure my color blindness if I had robot eyes. Um, but I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, if I could get like a cool fucking robot leg or, I mean, you know, I, 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 I would tend to, uh, air on the side of i need a new leg so let's get the sickest robot leg i can get um as opposed to electively ripping off my functional legs uh but if they got replaced with better legs that'd be cool i don't know i like my leg you touch them you feel them if if, like if you if they were metal legs and you couldn't feel that you had the had them i want metal legs yeah i want a whole fucking I want everything except two area. I want my hands. Okay. I want my tongue. Everything else can be metal. Everything else. Everything else? Everything. Okay. Because the rest is just like, you can program that. Mm-hmm. You can program feelings. Yeah. You know? Yep. But like, I want to feel warm bread and eat warm bread everything else it's overrated what if Put you me in a just, robot what could you just have your brain programmed to think that you were eating warm bread all the time holy shit yeah you know all right well i'm like full the, robot then like the dude who betrayed the humans in the matrix eating that <laughs> steak what if that yeah. was just you but it was just infinite bread he's like oh, it tastes like chicken and another he's like everything tastes like chicken yeah the Matrix is a weird movie. Yeah. I can't... It's hard for me to envision a reboot of that movie ever working. Yeah. It's so of the time. Yeah. It's the first R-rated movie my parents ever rented. Oh, wow. Like, ever? Or just rented for you? I, probably for me. Yeah. I, I remember it as ever, but they probably mm-hmm. got something for themselves. Were they getting a little something for themselves? A little something on the side. Yeah. How's that uh, How's that call going? We're working on it. He's checking his mic. Okay. Uh, J-Rose with another question here. Would Ben elect for slightly shorter legs if given the option? My legs are pretty within the realm of, of norm. Like I can go to a store still and find pants that are long enough. It's an all torso. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could elect for a slightly shorter torso, yeah. I feel like I, I've, I've, you know, you have a lot of interesting conversations with tall people as a tall person. Mm-hmm. And kind of the consensus I get from tall people is like the ideal height is 6'6". Six, six. If I could just like shrink a little bit, yeah, I, I would take it. Like just the in terms of just getting clothing, yeah. In terms of just like like being able to to, to buy regular, not hit my head on doorways. Oh, also, sure. yeah. yeah, that's the big one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it fucking hurts. I've I hit my head once a week, really like pretty hard. See, like I hit, I'm you know like six two and a half or something like that, and I probably hit my head once every couple of months yeah and it fucking sucks it sucks so anything that's gonna make it more likely to happen man 
fuck. I t- I caught a corner of a of a, a like a, we have cabinets that kind of come down from the ceiling. And oh up there. god, corners. Yeah, and and the corner oh. of the fucking cabinet, I caught it basically right in the fucking temple. Yikes! Um, trying to get some chips, and it sucked. That's fucking sucked, man. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Knuckleberry asks, did the Switch rip off the Neo Geo X? No, because there are already way more games on the Switch. <laughs> the Neo Geo X was always like a fucking bizarre emulator box. Just a, such a strange thing. It never seemed like a great idea. Uh, how are we doing on the call front? We are ready All right. for our caller here. Hello, caller. What's your name and what do you call? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. Uh, this is uh, Thomas from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Thomas. Let's let's hey, hear. Uh, let's how's hear it going? <laughs> it's going great. Thomas, cut to the chase. Yeah. Tell us about hentai. Hey. Tell, tell us everything t- you know. Tell us about hentai with Ben and Jeff. Uh, it's not it. Well, I mean, I just got home from work and then I, I turned on the after show and I was like, what, what are these guys talking about? Anyway, so I'll cut to the chase. Um, so I used to work crowd control for my friend who uh, runs the Dragon Con late night hentai panel. Uh, from what I know, she still runs it because she runs that whole animation track. But how does she hang on before we get into the, the nitty gritty here? How does some how does one get into the business of running the late night hentai panel? Do you know how she got involved in that? Yeah, it's a okay. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of drama and, and politics that I can't really say. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but like, did she get um, her start like uh, on forums? You know, is did, it like an internet thing that person, spiraled out? Are, are you saying that the person who ran it before she did got arrested? <laughs> oh, that that guy. They 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 cut ties with that guy a long time ago. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Go on. No, it has nothing to do with that. No, she. I mean, she. She also started MomoCon. So. Oh. And, okay. And, yeah. Um. But no, she just gets really involved. Like she really started at the Georgia Tech, you know, anime club. That that's that's what happened. Uh, okay. Yeah. College. That's um, where it always happens. <laughs> that's where you experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I used to run crowd control for that type of stuff, and, and really the. The stuff that you, you wouldn't really expect is is really the lines. So like at, at the lines, you have to um, you have to do ID checks. Oh wow, yeah. And so I remember this one kid, like he just would not leave. He kept screaming that hentai is an artistic form of expression, <laughs> and we couldn't bar him out. And we're like, no, dude, it's like it's like cartoon porn. You can't <laughs> you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so this is a you know it's a dragon con, so it's in Atlanta, and, and it's yeah. a really big room, and they always fill it, and it's it's like that previous caller said they they kind of have to make space and make room, yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot of the times, what we're doing is like when we work crowd control, is like we we make sure no one gets you know rowdy, and you know, and making sure everyone you know hand checks, and we we make sure, <laughs> um. But yeah, it's kind of like a group of people kind of get together and, and, and they just like watching hentai. And sometimes they have like, um, I don't know if she still does this, but when we were, when I was still there, she was running like, um, 
like uh, like fan dubbing during hentai scenes, and they would do competitions. Oh, awesome. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like that. It, it, it's it's not as gross as it sounds. It it, it is. It, well, no. Well, how many it, people it did you have to bounce out of that room because they were going at it? Like how many people? We, I, I I've never had to do that. We've okay. never had. We've had to say, hey, dude, come on, stuff like that. We we have never had an incident where someone you know got like really belligerent. Even though we have some pretty drunk people in there. Yeah, but like when you're saying, "Hey, dude, come on," are you like shining a flashlight on a dude who is just like full on whipped it out and is going for it, or like what's the situation there? Yeah, it, it's kind of like that. Okay, kind of. Yeah. So like, wait, you, if it's out, you just get a strike. Like it's not. If, that's not grounds if, if, for if, removal. If you put it back in your pants immediately, you get to stay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, hey, stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So then you're saying the lesson to be learned here is that you got to be fast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that I've never seen. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen that before. Okay. If someone just went real fast and then it's just a whole mess and then you're like, okay, come on. Yeah. We've not, I've never been part what? of What? I came house. in like this. <laughs> no, this is part of my cosplay. This is the outfit. I'm cosplaying as Casper. But like, yeah, I got slime. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a thing, and I think she still runs it. It's definitely like a, it's it's a big draw. Yeah, it's way more people. It's it's like it's kind of what Ben said. It's kind of like a third is kind of kind of gross. The other third mm-hmm. is like, oh, like you know, this is just a thing we all kind of like. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we, I mostly work crowd control for, and, 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 uh, and she's also like a, a good friend of mine. So I, I just kind of, you know, she needed help yeah. on, on her panel. Like, okay. Uh, so, so you don't do it anymore. Why, why'd you, why'd you get out the game? Uh, a lot of it is con drama, like, uh, <laughs> it's, it, with, with like head staffing and like who gets what panels and like, oh, this friend is, is with this person now. And, oh, yeah. and because they're together, they gave this person a higher position than the other person. And since it's all volunteer labor, right? Um, it, it, no one actually has any security unless you're like at the, the top, top, top. Right. But then they have deals worked out. Yeah, that makes sense. And so for, for me, I, I was devoting a lot of time to it. I was like, hey, you're not paying me. So I bounced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. At some point, like I feel like once you've seen that once or twice, you're like, all right, I, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I was like, eh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you for the information. It's yeah, incredibly valuable so uh, for the anime convention that we're planning. Uh, <laughs> All right, cool, awesome. Cool. Thank Thanks. you. No hand checks at our convention. No. Yeah. Just uh, just clean up after yourself. Think about your fellow attendee. Yeah. Think about humanity. I'm always thinking about humanity. Well, I was going to maybe look for some more questions, but I really uh, I think that that's uh I'm spent. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm finished here. So, uh I feel like all my questions have been answered and uh I'm happy to I have like two more people right. I was like I have head tie room stories. It's like, okay. All right, no, well, <laughs> no, no ne- next week I want to hear more hentai room stories <laughs> if you've got them. I, if you've got legit hentai room stories, I'm always we're here for you. We're here. Yeah, we're your we're we're for the people. That's right. And the people love hentai. Yes. Uh so we'll be back next week uh with more. Thanks everybody for calling in and sharing uh these important stories. Uh we'll be back next time. Love and feeling made of tongues, red and black.
isn't the outro song. People got really mad that I changed it. Oh. So now I'm, I'm going to keep it ambiguous. Wow. We'll never know. Yeah.